Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We are grateful to have you join us. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the Care to Change podcast. Uh, It is uh, a great day to be here as we are continuing our series that we've been in for this entire month uh, called Therapy 101, All the First Questions. And I am joined once again by the Director of Care to Change, April Bordeaux. If, if this is your first time joining us today, uh, just as a reminder, uh, my name is Larry Vinton. I am the I am guest hosting for this month. Uh, we thought it would be interesting to kind of turn the tables on April. She's been She's been hosting this and asking all the questions for all these different years now, all these seasons. Now I get to ask the questions. Uh, as a as a non-professional therapist, uh, I get to ask all the questions on on what to do when you're picking your first your first therapist and how to go through therapy and all those good things. Uh, today we're talking about how to select how to how to hire and fire uh, your therapist. Uh, and so, first of all, April, welcome to the show. It's always good to be here. Like I said, every single week. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, and <clears throat> this has been a really good series for me as as a person just you know learning all these things really for the first time about some of the things that we should be thinking about. Uh, you know, if and let me let me just tell the audience if you are diving into this for the first time, do yourself a favor and go back to the first episode because we have talked about so far uh, when to go to therapy. How do I know when it's time for me to go, and and, and how do I get over that mental hurdle uh, to to accept the fact that I might need to go to therapy? And and so we talked about a lot of good things there. There's a lot of great things in that podcast uh, that you should go back and listen to. And even last week when we talked about what to do when considering therapy, we had a really good conversation about insurance and and you know and, and direct pay. And we we talked about all this these checklists that you need to have to really seriously think about the type of therapist you need uh, to get into uh, to get into, so you can feel comfortable and connected with your therapist. Well, today's going to be no different as we're talking about, uh, once again, hiring and firing your therapist. And so, April, I'm going to turn it over to you to get us started. What do we need to know? All right, if I'm about to get into this and I'm ready to, I'm ready to find my therapist, what do I need to know? Yep, yep, sure. I am going to give you... Uh, seven steps. So if we were going to say everybody likes steps, right? So seven steps and how to pick a therapist. I'm going to walk through these, these steps. Uh, step number one is to identify what your goals are. We talked a little bit about this in, um, the first uh, episode this month and a little bit more about that last week, but think ahead of time about what it is that you are wanting to get from being in therapy. Why are you going? Is it to process? Is it to heal? Is it to rediscover? Is it to walk through a challenging situation? Is it to learn? Is it all of those things? What is your goal for being in therapy? And how will you know? And I said this last week, a question that I often will ask in the first appointment with clients is, how will you know that this investment is making a difference to you? In other words, what's your goal for being here? And how will you know Um, that this is making a difference. So number one, what is your goal? Uh, The second one is to really figure out your budget. That is a part of this whole discussion. It's an investment in you and in your relationships. And so it is something to consider. Uh, Does your company have an EAP? 
Do you want to use insurance? Can you use your HSA card? I wish I would have said that in last week's episode. Uh, when we were talking about insurance, you brought that up after we were done recording. I thought, oh, I should have said that. So um, can you use your uh, HSA for that? Um, do you want to use self-pay? Are there sponsorships available? So knowing your budget is important. I got to ask, what's an EAP? For those of us who don't know what that is, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's an employee assistance program. So a lot of companies have uh, health insurance benefits or and an EAP, an employee assistance program. And in those EAPs, there is money set aside to sponsor or to provide scholarships for mental health services. So a lot of companies offer EAPs, whether it's on a you know, a copay type basis or they'll cover completely. We have lots of partnerships that we have where companies will cover at 100% of the cost up to a certain number of sessions. So when you're considering your budget, you can ask, does my company have an EAP? Does, yeah. uh, do I want to use insurance? Do I want to pay out of pocket? Are there sponsorships or scholarships? If you attend a church, there's a lot of churches that offer scholarships or sponsorships um, to cover at least a portion. Um, and then there are a lot of civic organizations that cover mental health services as well. So Look at all of the options when considering what your budget is for, for going to therapy. Third step is to figure out what options are even available to you. So we know that this podcast is listened to not just in Indiana, but across the country and in other countries as well. And so what are what providers are available in your area? So you can check by looking at your insurance company, again, through your EAP. You can get on websites that say therapist near me. There's psychology today uh, website. So there's lots of different directories. If you're looking for a specific modality or type of treatment, you can go, to, for example, if you're looking for an EMDR credential therapist, you can go to EMDR's website and look up therapists who aren't just trained, but who are credentialed in EMDR, for example. So there's lots of um, directories. Look at credentials. So if you are wanting a specific type of therapist, um, look at what their credentials are the same way. If you are gonna, I say this often, if you are having heart issues, you, you might start with your primary care physician but you're gonna to want to go to a cardiologist, right? That's a different credential than just the primary care physician. So what credential is it that you're, you're looking for? Um, my recommendation is always to pick someone who is a specialist versus a generalist. And what do I mean by that? Anyone who does the basics, you know, gets the masters, gets the um, gets the certain number of hours can practice therapy. It doesn't mean that they're credentialed in a specific type of therapy. So look for someone who specializes in what it is that you're experiencing. So if you are having anxiety or panic attacks, you wouldn't necessarily want to see a therapist who sees kids, right? Who their specialty is kids, unless it's your child experiencing, right? If you're wanting to come because your marriage is in crisis or you're having some bumps in the road with your marriage, seeing someone who works with kids might not be right. But if you see someone who specializes in marriages, they're going to be, they're going to know, uh, and they're going to have additional training in marriage. So you don't, a therapist, to be a therapist, you don't have to be a specialist. 
but I would recommend if you want to see a therapist to find someone who has a specialty in whatever area it is that you're wanting to work on. So um, a quick question before yeah. we, uh, before we move on, uh, because yeah. Uh, you mentioned all of these directories and you know going online and searching for these things. How do you know what to trust? You know, I mean, you, the internet is so full of mm-hmm. misinformation and mis, you know, and just fa- of just false things, right? Yeah. How do I know that this directory I'm looking at uh, mm-hmm. is is credible? Right. You don't. You don't. I mean, I'd I'd love I would love to say. And, and I would, you know, I'm tempted to tell you some that aren't right. Um, but but I, it goes against the guiding principles of care to change to, to do that. So I won't, but um, really ask that that's another option. You know, when you're looking at your options to ask someone that you trust, you know, they're in therapy or, you know, someone that's in therapy, do you like them? Why or why not? Just because one person had a, a not a great experience with a therapist doesn't mean they're a bad therapist, it means that they maybe weren't a good match. So um, to ask why or why not, um, to, so to ask around, um, yeah, there's, there's, there are a lot of directories and just because you have the credential doesn't mean you're a good therapist, right? So, and fair, that's fair what, yeah, you know, it, it it's with anything. You go get your hair yeah. done, you might not like your stylist, you go to your doctor, you might not like your doctor your first time, you go to a mechanic, you, you and mechanic might not tell you what, you know, so there's, there's a reason why there are options out there. So, so is um, it, is it rude for me to ask a therapist? So let's say I wanted to get therapy at care to change. And, uh, I, I looked up and I found a credentialed person at care to change, right? Mm-hmm. Is it rude for me, uh, to call up care to change and say, Hey, I'm thinking about getting therapy with this person. Can you share with me their credentials? Or, or something along the lines uh, that would yeah. that would prove to me that they are actually credentialed in the area that they're credentialed in. No, I would I would invite people to do that. That's a that's a wisdom. That's not rude at all. Yeah. So so I guess then the thing is if we do our homework, mm-hmm. so part of this if I'm selecting a therapist is making sure that this therapist is actually specialized mm-hmm. in the thing that they claim to be specialized in, mm-hmm. right? And that's just simply by asking questions. Is that right? Right. 100%. Yeah. Ask the questions, you know, and, and maybe the credential doesn't matter to you. You just want a good fit. Maybe faith is more important to you and you just want someone that shares the same faith. Each person is different and what's important. So knowing what's important to you is, is um, important in the process to choose. Right. Definitely. Um, So number one, what are your goals? Number two, what's your budget? Number three, what options are available? Um, number four is really cultural competence. And I, I mean this in a general sense, does age and stage of the therapist's life matter to you, right? If you're someone that's been married 30 years, do you want someone who's 21 straight out of college, who's not married? Maybe it matters to you. Maybe it doesn't matter to you, right? So, um, does the gender matter? Does the training matter? Does it matter whether or not you're virtual or in person? Um, especially since the pandemic, there are some therapists now who only see clients virtually, and there are some who won't see clients virtually. So um, do you want the option to be able to to do virtual sessions or not? Is your issue something that they will do uh, virtually? So um, virtual is something to consider, again, insurance and again, goals. So those are all things when I think of cultural competence, age, stage, background, 
faith is really important um, in that process too. Do you, does it matter if they have faith? Do you want them to not have faith? Um, Care to Change obviously is a Christian counseling center, but we have so many people who come that they'll begin with. I don't want to talk about faith. That's not while I'm here. And it's important that your therapist respect where you're coming from and where you are in your own journeys. So that's an important piece of it. Uh, so, fits, so, to, yeah. mm-hmm. so to be clear on this, right, because I know this gets asked a lot from people who, mm-hmm. who, uh, who talk to me about care to change. Uh, they say, well, it's a Christian organization and, and mm-hmm. I'm not a Christian. Are they just going to evangelize to me? Right. Um, right. How do you, how do you answer that? Well, that would be unethical of us to do that. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one is ask questions about things that matter to you. So the therapist that you get, whether you're assigned a therapist, whether you pick a therapist, whatever, however it works with wherever you go, a lot of times the first session is spent so much on the therapist asking the client question, or what about the client asking the therapist question? So why did you become a therapist? Are you licensed? Where did you get educated? How many years have you been practicing as a therapist? What's your areas of specialty? Um, do you have experience working with someone in my situation? What's your style or approach? Uh, how long do you think we're going to work together? How often can you meet with me? Um, have you ever been in therapy? What's your faith background? Am I a good fit for you? So this is a mutual selection process. You want a therapist um, who you feel comfortable with and who feels comfortable with you. So it's important for you to be able to have a voice in asking the questions as well. And I don't think a lot of people realize that they can ask the questions of the therapist as well. Now, if you start saying, tell me about your issues and why do you go to therapy? Your therapist, well, if it's a good therapist, they're not going to tell you those things because it's not about them. Um, yeah. But you, you can know the the bare, the bare basics um, from your therapist. Another step when choosing your therapist is to pay close attention to your own response. So um, their or their response to you. So are they listening? Do you feel heard? Do you feel seen? How does your body feel um, when you're in a session with them? In other words, are you feeling extra anxious? Do they um, help to put you at ease with the environment? Um, are they respecting your time by starting on time and ending on time? Um, and do they brush off or invalidate concerns that you bring? Um, and if they do, are you do you feel comfortable enough saying, wait a second, I don't want to move on yet. I really want to talk more about mm-hmm. this particular area. Do you feel comfortable enough to bring that up with your therapist? So essentially, do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? Do you feel respected? That's important to know if this person is going to be a good fit for you. And then the seventh uh, step in this whole process really is maybe to expect to try more than one before you find the right fit, right? If you go into it saying, okay, I'm going to try this one. I'm going to, like we talked about last time or the time before, I'm going to go a few times to, to see if this is a good fit. You might know in the very first session, it's not, you might try a, a two or three sessions and then say, Oh, I was really hoping to do a little bit, do it a little bit differently. You can, you get to choose 
your path and your journey. So you get to choose if the therapist is the right person for you. So it's a lot to consider when picking a therapist. And I, I really want to say, don't just call and say, who do you have? And then jump into the yeah. next person and then expect to get the best outcome. Like tell them what you're wanting and then ask the questions to make sure that it's really the right fit for you. Yeah, this is really why the last podcast is so important. Uh, and again, mm -hmm. if you didn't listen to it, go back, listen to it, listen to it again, if you have already, because this checklist of mm -hmm. what am I looking for? What's the vibe? What's the style? What do I need? What are my goals? Those kind mm -hmm. of things. Those are important for you to have uh, in front of you and in yourself so that when mm -hmm. you go and choose this therapist, you know exactly who you're looking for. And if that person doesn't fit, mm -hmm. then you can you can try somebody new. You know, uh, going to the VA, this is where I go for my therapy because I'm a veteran and I go to the VA. And I love the VA. The VA has been really good to me. Uh, but I had a therapist that wasn't really fitting with me. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the person was just he's, he was a good therapist, but he was mechanical, very matter of fact, mm -hmm. not very relational. And me, I'm a relational person. A lot of people mm -hmm. like that mechanical stuff. I, I don't. And so mm -hmm. I remember I was, I was really, really anxious about talking to this guy. But it took just two seconds. And I was like, hey, listen, I appreciate all that you're doing. I just don't think we're a good fit. Yep. And you know what? He didn't get his feelings hurt. And right. I was right. I was surprised. I was like, wait, right. I was like, you know, like that, we can't be afraid of these things, right? Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't fit, he doesn't fit. And 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 right. so I I I said, look, I'm gonna find somebody else. And then I found the guy that I'm with now and I've been with for the for you know however long it's been now, and, and, and it's been great, and I really mm -hmm. enjoy it. So don't be afraid to yeah. say what you're feeling. If it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit, it's okay. Right. It, it really is. And truly, you know, as a therapist, I want the people who come to me to want to be there, right? I, I want them to want to be there. And I want yeah. them to feel like when they're coming, they can use their voice and say, I was really hoping to get further. Can we talk about this today? Today, this is what I'm bringing in. Where do you think I should go? Like it's the sessions are for you coming in yeah. and so it's important that you feel comfortable and as a therapist on the other side of the room i want that for my clients i want my clients who are there to say i really want to be here and it's making a difference for me yeah for sure okay so let's say you get mm -hmm. through you, you get through you select the therapist and it's just not a good fit yeah how do you, how do you quote unquote fire your yeah. therapist you say to them just exactly what you just said, Larry. I don't know that this is a good fit. I've yeah. come now three or four times or six times or whatever the number is. And I was really hoping that I would have someone who is younger, more hip, who would give me more feedback, who would give me less feedback, who would walk through so-and-so and so-and-so with me, who focused more on this, who has more energy, who doesn't talk so much, who talks a little bit more. Um, every person has something unique, right? You're different than I am. And so what you need and who I am may or may not match. Um, and so, and, and sometimes it's really interesting people. I, I will have people come to me that I think, I, I just don't know that this is a good match and they feel so comfortable and it is a good match that I'm okay. Well, if it works and it's working for them, then it's working. 
So you're the, you're the judge. You get to be the one that decide. Now, what I will say is um, what I hear sometimes, and it's, it, I pet peeve is a strong word, but you know, therapy didn't work for me. Um, that didn't work for me. I tried it and it didn't work. I, what I want to say is try someone else. Yeah. Um, try someone else because it does make a difference. Research research shows that it makes a difference. It's important to find the person that's going to journey with you in the way that works for you. So definitely if you're the ones like I've tried it, it doesn't work. Maybe it wasn't a good fit with that person. And it could have been me. If you're listening to it and it was me, that's okay. Because therapists know not every person is for every therapist and, and any good therapist is going to know that there are times I'm with someone and I'll say, you know what I think might be helpful for you, for you to see so-and-so because they really specialize in this specific area. And I think it would be beneficial, right? And I'm not doing right by my client. If I'm not saying I have a really great option for you, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's not me, because I want them to be able to walk forward in whatever it is that they came with. So when you say, oh, it's time, you know, giving your, giving your therapist feedback and saying, who do you recommend? I was really hoping for someone who fill in the blank uh, and they'll yeah. know therapists will know someone else that will work, work well, because as many people as there are, there's that many personalities and it shows up in the therapist office. Yeah. And I think that's such wise advice too. don't give up. I mean, we said the same thing mm -hmm. for everything. I mean, if you, if mm -hmm. you don't like your doctor, you just don't stop going to the doctor, right. Right? right? You find another doctor and, you know, you go on Facebook and you, and you search on the community threads. Who do you go to? Who do you like? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and it's the same thing with, you know, with churches, you know, if, if you, you know, uh, if you don't like the church, what do you do? You go to a church yeah. that better fits your needs. It doesn't mean the church is bad. Just right. means that that church didn't fit your needs in the same way with therapy, right? Yep. You can't just stop going because you didn't have a positive experience, right? Right. Uh, there are good therapy places, right? And yep. and knowing who to go to and getting those recommendations are huge. All right. Well, April, uh, before we before we finish this episode up, uh, what are your final pieces of advice, uh, generally speaking, to anybody who's looking to either select or maybe even the, the, to uh, go to a different therapist. Yeah, I think you've said it. Um, I would say, I, I just echo it again. Number one is ask your friends and family member who they recommend uh, because word of mouth um, speaks and, and ask them why, because sometimes their reason for or not might not be what you're needing. So, um, and, and like you said, just to keep trying, just keep trying because you are, worth the investment, right? Yes. You are worth the investment that it takes. Yeah. So awesome. Well, again, thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about any of the topics that we've been talking about thus far and will be talking about, uh, we invite you to go to our website at uh, Care to Change and, and to look up the resources there. There are some great articles and other podcasts uh, that you can that you can take a look at and listen to to find out more. And as always, any kind of specific questions you might have, give Care to Change uh, a call and, and talk to the people there. They would be more than happy to help you out. Um, or talk to your friends about where they go for a therapist and what they do. 
anything you can do to get your foot in the door, that's what we want you to do. Now, next week, we are continuing our Therapy 101 series by talking about what happens in a first appointment. What, what does it look like? What should you expect? What questions maybe you should be asking your therapist or even yourself? I'm looking forward to that one as well. April, thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome. I really appreciate I really appreciate you taking your time and doing this and, and allowing me this opportunity to ask those questions. Guys, we will see you uh, next week. Uh, but until then, as always, peace, love, and soul. Thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in today's episode. You can follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. If you have any questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at caretochange.org. We hope you found this episode helpful and invite you to join us for more of our podcast conversations.